children of all ages thank you once again for joining me here on the low high podcast i am your ever present ever far away host Sele. joining me is my other host marcello how's it going and we are here to use our smooth tones and witty banter to take over your minds in order to further our goal of world domination i'm just fucking with you we're just here to chill welcome to the low high podcast yeah bro world domination honestly that sounds like way too much work like actually being in control of the entire world. I'm gonna pass on that. See, I don't understand like why super villains always try and do shit like that in the movies. They're like, I'm gonna rule the world, shape it in my image. Like, bro, you realize that like, that's just making everybody's problem like your problem. Yeah. And like, bro, like how are you gonna be good at it? Because nobody's ever like ruled the entire world. So there's no like prereqs you could like go over to like learn yeah. about the job. No tutorials here. And no one even could rule like a couple people, even a town or a country. A country, start with a country. Literally, there's like so, there's this massive hierarchy of rulers. There's mayors. Wait, how does it even work? What is it? a mayor is like the head of a town, right? Yeah, I think it's like mayor, governor, and then you go into. There's honestly, there's a lot more going on than out of there. You have senate, you have chairs, representatives. Literally, there's so many jobs that have been created because people have realized not one person can do can do this job. Imagine your end goal being ruling the world. Why? That's sad. I just want to take over the entire world. I want everyone to like the same things I like, and I want there to just be a giant um, hive mind, and I want to reap all the benefits that I could already reap of just living like a normally affluent life. But instead, I want to stress myself and everybody else out. Literally, <laughs> you could just get rich and live the exact same kind of life you'd live if you ruled the world. There's no need to put yourself through all that trouble. Plus, that makes you like a super villain, and then you're gonna have to fight superheroes. Oh no, that, people them. are definitely gonna like rise oh, in opposition against you. I've come here to end your tyranny, King Evil. It's some 14 year old kid, some shiny sword, some old dude told him, yeah. You're the chosen one. You can definitely go defeat this evil guy. And you're just standing there looking super embarrassed that you have to go <laughs> fight a child. The whole chosen one thing, because I, I just watched um, Netflix's like Blood of Zeus, you know, and there's a, basically there's always a chosen one. There's always like so many movies and arcs just based off a chosen one. Yeah, I know. But honestly, I feel like the whole chosen one thing has gotten kind of tired. Yeah. Because everybody wants to feel special. Mm -hmm. And it's great that you get this young kid telling them, oh, you're the most special of special people. You're going to save the world. Telling people they're special isn't good. Literally. So many people have gotten told they're special and then they in they encounter the real, wor real world and they just don't know what to do. The mm -hmm. best thing to do is tell people like, oh, you can make yourself special by working hard, but you're not just special unless you really like came into this world with like your stats just absolutely maxed out busted <laughs> you gotta come in you gotta work hard and you gotta be talented too like literally like you gotta get a job straight up <laughs> the thing that nobody wants to do nobody wants to get a job but you literally have to it's the worst Unless you already have a job and then you probably just want a better job because you hate your current job. And so many people like in the world that we're living in now, so many jobs are in danger of becoming extinct. So many jobs have become 
extinct. Imagine you're just sitting in your office one day doing your job and your supervisor comes in like, hey, yo, yeah, robots are replacing you now. Your job is over. Or somebody just tells you you're no longer needed. You're that, so yeah. The robots thing is actually freaky to me because obviously there's de it's definitely going to happen, right? And just in production line, basic stuff. It's already like completely changed the car industry, etc. But like... Imagine going to Subway or Chipotle and just having, like just pressing buttons on like, you know, a vending machine or like one of those mixed drink things. And then just out pops your perfectly prepared sandwich. Wow. They have like food mending machines and stuff like that in Japan. Yeah. I feel like this actually is a trend that could catch on. But at the same time, I feel like people at large wouldn't be initially comfortable with everything no. given to them being served by a machine. Especially food. Also, you can't like yell at, yell at a machine and yeah. treat it like a piece of shit. See, imagine that. You can't, you can no longer blame the machines because if machines did it, I'm sure they'd get it to the point where it's like actually perfect. See, and I just said like that, where it's actually perfect. Um, and so the only error that happens would be on you. So you can't even yell at like, the person who made your coffee poorly because it's actually you who made your coffee poorly and then you have to internalize and face to face all of those terrible things you've brought on people i feel like people would still find a way to get mad though oh for sure people never want to take responsibility for anything it's missing the human touch but it's crazy how many jobs have probably existed because as humanity was advancing, so many things became incredibly necessary for a while, but suddenly there was just no need for them anymore. Mm -hmm. And they probably had people who specialized in those things and there's no way for them to do anything else with their lives. Like there's so many old jobs, like, like town crier, like, I don't know if you know what a town crier is, but basically like the whole point of a town crier was some dude who gets paid by the local government to just stand in the middle of the town and yell important stuff. Almost like, a, would you say like a vocal newspaper or something like that, like an announcer? Kind of. And imagine when newspapers were invented or writing. If you've done a job like that for years, your voice is probably incredibly hoarse Oh, for sure. When you wake up, it's like, oh, good morning. It's like going to a screamo concert every day. <laughs> Literally, all <laughs> you've done, you used your, you spent your twenties yelling, <laughs> and then the local government comes in. So they've invented megaphones now, so we don't need you anymore. But thank you for your service. And it, there wasn't like severance payments or anything back in the day. Oh. So you were just like, ah, you were just out of a job. Damn. See, yeah, Town Crier, that must be a tough one. But imagine being like a knocker-upper. That was actually a thing. It was like called a knocker-upper. What is a knocker-upper? So it is an actual job. It was basically a human alarm clock. So you'd have somebody who would wake up early and then just go either knock on your door, knock on your window, blow like a horn outside your outside of your house just to get people up for work. See, if it was a well-paid job, I could imagine myself doing something like that. Yeah. Just wake up super early in the morning, go knock on a bunch of people's doors, go back to yeah. bed. Get I'd paid. imagine, I'd imagine you're like the night owl of, of the town. I mean, I can't imagine doing that and then actually just going to work. 
That's like two jobs in one. That just sounds extra. You gotta wake up at 4 a.m., wake up the entire village, then go start killing the farm, singing sad songs to everybody in the fields, acting <laughs> like you like you weren't up three hours earlier before the rest of them. Getting everyone up. Could never be me, man. I wonder if it was like contract, if it was just the general thing, if it was for everybody. And then I'm sure there were also like just that one person on the whole street who needed to get woken up and then everybody else in consequence was getting woken up because this one dude would just sleep in. Like, imagine snoozing a knocker-upper. <laughs> just trying to snooze a real-life human being. I know some people who would do that 100%. <laughs> so many things just become necessary and then suddenly they're just out. Milk! Okay, so this is a job I've never understood. The milkman. Yeah, I don't get it. I always saw that like cartoons and TV and I always wondered why this person whose job it is to deliver milk to your door in the morning and leave it there. Like, what if you don't go and check on the milk? You get spoiled milk. You got bad milk on a hot day. Bad milk. That's another thing. This man delivering milk on a hot day <laughs> <laughs> and who, whoever Okay, this is that's another thing. Like, I want this is like a set, like a different topic, but I want to talk about people who get like restaurants like McDonald's. When when I saw McDonald's offering milk with Happy Meals, I've always I've Ooh. never 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 understood that shit. Just drinking straight up milk. Just drinking straight up milk. Who does that? If you drink straight up milk, you're either like a psycho or your bones are <laughs> irreparably weak. <laughs> That's the only that's the only reason you should be drinking that drinking straight milk. Did you never drink straight milk? No. There's no there was no reason for me to be drinking straight milk because my life wasn't un unfortunate like that. <laughs> See, I drank straight milk like Why? I mean, it was just the way it was brought up, bro. Like it's just the thing you do, you just drink milk. I mean, now I don't right cuz I don't really drink. I don't really do dairy and like but I don't drink straight almond milk. That's gross. I wouldn't, and now thinking back on it, I don't know. Like, I would never walk up to a cow and just, you know, drink milk. Why would I drink? <laughs> like, what? Why do we drink a full ass glass of milk? There's no reason. I remember when I was a kid, I saw, I went to McDonald's with my family, and I saw, I got a Happy Meal. This other kid got a Happy Meal too, but they got milk with their Happy Meal, and I saw them bite into their burger and then take a sip of milk, and I was just, I curdled on the inside. Yeah. That was my that was one of the worst sights I might have ever seen in my life. Why would you do that to yourself? See, I think it's the combo there. Like a burger and milk. No, no. That's not we're not even gonna <laughs> we're not even discussing this. That's completely unacceptable. Yeah, that's pretty bad everywhere. A burg burgers and milk. How dare you? I know like fries and milkshakes are a thing, but milkshakes are different than milk. Like, oh, you no, could drink absolutely. a milkshake, pretty acceptable, but just yeah, straight milk. It does earn me. One of my housemates who will remain, un remain unnamed, he, he, he chokes milk. He sends it still to this day. Oh, that's terrible. That's so foul. Everybody who drank milk with their McDonald's Happy Meals, you're probably a crackhead now, and I feel bad for you. Get your life together. <laughs> if you're thinking about drink, if you're listening to this and you're thinking about drinking a glass of straight milk, don't. Don't. Don't do it. I guess that's my job. Imagine somebody, somebody whose job it was just to tell people to not drink milk. Well, I guess those are like vegans, but still. Anti-milkmen. Anti-milkmen. <laughs> anti the milkman and the anti-milkman. Like the anti-milkman <laughs> is dressed in black. It's like a spy versus spy, like adventure. Oh. 
Literally, they're just fighting every morning <laughs> just to, like, stop the milk from getting to the house. See, Im I don't... I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, it's fine. Like, just imagine somebody who's, like, you, this dude just opens up his window, sees the milkman delivering his milk, and it's just like, that's fucking unacceptable. I will not let you deliver this milk. See, but why did people have to have milk delivered? Why couldn't they just go to the grocery store and get it? Because the grocery stores were a thing, markets. Wait, how how recent were like milkmen? Like, I don't know. I can Google it real quick. But while I Google this, I have a sub question for you. So milk, straight milk is unacceptable. What about strawberry milk, chocolate milk? You know, Nesquik type stuff. Flavored milk is completely, it's in a completely different category than straight milk. Anybody who compares the two is completely wrong. Cause listen, okay. Because people like to compare straight milk to like vanilla milkshakes, which is by the way, one of the worst comparisons ever. If you make this comparison, you're a fool. Argue with your mom. Anyway, vanilla milkshakes bring flavor to the table is because it's not plain milk because imagine like a plain milk milkshake but it's just not well yeah it's not even like vanilla it's less than that it's just dairy flavored exactly and what does milk really taste like milk tastes like milk what would it what do you think milk tastes like does it but does milk really have flavor to you honestly uh, like not really. I guess it'd be like very watered down cheese. Maybe that sounds nasty. What the? F <laughs> nasty. That sounds nasty. But you're just drinking young cheese. Yeah. <laughs> Dairy's nasty. Gross. Dairy's nasty. But milkmen were a thing from like the to the late 1980s. Apparently, 1960s they really started dying out. But in the 1980s it was pretty much an extinct job. Wow. According to Wikipedia. I couldn't imagine my whole job being delivering milk. I'd wake up in the morning so annoyed. You wake up every day just to deliver milk to all these people who are capable of getting it at a grocery store. There's, there's no reason. I, I've been trying so hard to think of one or for like a reason to have a milkman. I can't feel like... But I mean, okay, so... You know, today we have... You can order groceries like through Peapod, Stop Shops, Peapod, and stuff like that. I mean, I guess it was milk exclusive. <laughs> milk. That's the thing. There's a difference between being able to order groceries. Uber Eats and shit didn't exist back then. This was a person. This was a role created in society for the sole purpose of delivering milk. And I think that that's wrong. Yeah, they were a thing like milkmen. It's a whole category of a job. It's milkmen. wrong. It's wrong because there weren't like cheese men. Yeah. There was the ice cream man, which, but the ice cream man makes sense. That's for kids. It's a grown ass man delivering milk to grown ass people. It's unacceptable. Who wakes up 30 plus years old? Like, oh yeah, man, I got to drink some milk this morning. Nobody, at least as far as I know. Maybe fresh milk. They want fresh milk. But it's been sitting in the back of somebody's van, right? And he's like driving around to deliver it to you. So it's not fresh. Ah, I don't know. I don't know. Also, it was on TV. It's always in those like glass bottles with the yeah. cork on top. I think that was a thing though. Wow. Well, I think that's how everything was bottled. I feel like everything was bottled. 
Because I know they would, you, they'd like, the milkman would come and you'd leave. So you, he'd bring you your fresh batch and you'd leave your emptied glasses and they'd like refill them or something. It was like recycling, almost like recycling. It was just reusable. Wait, so would he pour no. milk from <laughs> other bottles into the <laughs> bottles that were used? What was he refilling the I milk from? So you, let's say you have a four pack of milk. So you have like four bottles of milk a and four your little pack, pack, of, four pack milk. of milk. You leave your empty four pack of milk on your front door. He brings you a fresh four pack of milk, takes your empty four pack of milk. They bring it back to the spot. They wash it, however they wash it, or maybe they don't wash it, they just put new milk in it. I'm not a milkman expert, but I think that's how it went down. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. If there are any milkman experts, please reach out. Tell us about this long forgotten craft. It sounds like a weird job, but one of the jobs that I found particularly fascinating is I believe it's pronounced a phrenologist. And what these people would do is they would measure your head dimensions. Like they would measure the dimensions of your head. Yes. And then solely based off that, they would um, actually be able, quote unquote, to predict and level your intelligence like your iq score based off the shape and size of your head and people bought it that <laughs> is so stupid like people would these guys would phrenologists would go to schools measure kids head be like yeah maybe he can go to an ivy league this one send him to the factory right now like bro <laughs> this like, isn't the, the bigger your head was the smarter that they thought you were or something probably but i feel like i mean bro Oh like, man, that reminds me of this one kid I went to boarding school with. Nigerian kid had like a Greek name. I think it was like Pythagoras or some shit. Like the theorem? <laughs> like the theorem, yeah, bro. I never, I don't think I've ever laughed harder at anybody's name, bro. Whole Nigerian nigga named Pythagoras. No. <laughs> and the thing is that I don't think he was good at math either, which made it even funnier. Oh no. And just imagine, like, you're just walking around stupid as hell, just carrying an absolute noggin. <laughs> and some random nigga just come to your school, says, oh, nah, he's a genius. This man's the next Einstein. <laughs> imagine, like, being named Pythagoras or being named Einstein or, like, Descartes, Descartes, Descartes and then being an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like some names are so iconic, they just shouldn't yeah, be repeated. Shouldn't be repeated. There was like one Pythagoras. There should be one Beyonce, even though apparently there's multiple people named Beyonce. I personally think that's kind of wrong, but that's just my opinion. There should be one Beyonce. There should be one Beyonce. One Rihanna. Do people just name their children after successful or famous people, hoping their kids will turn out the exact same way? Or do you just like the name? Because I know there was a bunch of, there have been a bunch of kids born in the past couple of years named Daenerys after the chicken Game of Thrones. And really? Yeah. And it's going to be funny because Game of Thrones just crashed and burned. So people are going to be roast, Bro, you're going to get roasted so hard for being named Daenerys. Like, hey, <laughs> how you make fun of something? You got named like one of the worst characters. Yeah. On a show, in a badge, in a show that turned bad. R.I.P. Game of Thrones, man. What what happened with Game of Thrones? Honestly, they were doing so well. That was the best show on TV, and then they just fumbled the bag completely. 
How, bro? How you have a Starbucks cup on your on your show? How did you how you let that happen? Dude, I have no clue. I never got into it, but I know a lot of people were very upset with the last season. Game of Thrones ended our sophomore year. Right? That's crazy. Yeah. How, how long has Game of Thrones been over? Like two years now? Yeah, yeah, it's been over for a while. It's weird to think about. And people still talk about it. Like, yeah. I feel like people are kind of hoping that HBO is going to come out like, okay, that last season, that they, didn't happen. They should just redo the last season. Literally. <laughs> like, hey, yo, we were just playing. This is the real last season. All right, let's go. But, like, how do you nail 11 seasons, right? And then just, like, did they just throw everything they knew that worked out for the 12th season? Or did they just... Like, were they too big for their own? Or did people have... No, it was a Starbucks cup. That's a straight-up continuity error. <laughs> that's that's just actually just bad filming. I feel like it felt like they rushed to get it done. Okay. And it really showed in a lot of the season. Because some cool stuff happened. Mm -hmm. But you, but after every episode, it, I was kind of just going, hmm, okay, so what's happening now? Because they made they made it seem like there's gonna be this big final confrontation, and like there was, but it really what the ending just like it just didn't hit, honestly. Damn. There's a there's a lot of things I can say about it, like Game of Thrones in total. But in the end, you need to understand it, the game. The end of Game of Thrones just didn't hit. Maybe some people liked it. I doubt it. I haven't met anybody who liked it. Yeah, I have not heard good things about it. I feel really bad too because my roommate at the time he was just getting into Game of Thrones oh, so he was watching every season of Game of Thrones in yeah. anticipation of the release of the final season and then it comes out and it's just Let so down. bad there's a like man dude Game of Thrones was everything when it was happening like, I know it's, that was what makes it so crazy Game of Thrones was a legitimate cultural phenomenon for sure it was huge everybody Oreos Star, like every everyone was talking about it every, it seemed like everyone had watched this shit I, I didn't I was like one of the actual few people like seriously one of the few people and all those people who were so proud of themselves like yeah. for whatever reason you all felt so smug and self-accomplished for never seeing game of thrones congratulations you all won <laughs> you won are you happy now yes victory feels great no i'm never i'm never against a show like that like if you're into it you're into it and a lot of people we're really into Game of Thrones. See, I've never understood the whole habit of people just not liking shows because other people like them. Like, oh, it's too yeah. mainstream. Like, that's stupid. <laughs> that's so dumb. Like, Dude, it's you... probably good for a reason. If everyone loves it, it's probably awesome. Well, yeah, but it's also some... But well, I can see why there's some stuff like everybody likes, but really isn't that great. Mm -hmm. Like what? Put you on the spot. Ooh. <sighs> I don't know if I'm ready to answer any... I don't know if I'm ready to answer such a question. Let me think. I don't know if there's anything that's really popular that I personally dislike. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think. Well, reality TV, I really do oh, not care for at garbage. all. I, I think reality TV is so stupid. I think you nailed that one, actually. Like, like the Kardashians, keeping up with the Kardashians. Like, why like do that. you, like, honestly, people, why do you care what celebrities are doing? Because you literally have your own shit going on, right? Yeah. But at the same time, I guess somebody could argue if I've got my own shit going on, why should I be listening to your podcast? I get like, yeah, it could be escapism and stuff. Or just, no, I don't know, because we market people. That's 
become like the most profitable thing and icons are profitable yeah yeah exactly my whole thing is i don't understand people's willingness to just submit love icons like standing like the whole idea of like you know the word stand came from that eminem song that came out when 2008 or something i don't remember when it was but this eminem song about that crazy fan stan oh, yeah who in the end he literally writes letters to eminem and in the end because eminem doesn't write him back he kills himself so. and people are like oh yeah i stand and i listen to people say that and i'm like hmm. it's too much it's maybe it's a bit too much because i see k-pop i can't scroll through twitter without seeing fan cams of k-pop artists or rap artists or like they make fan cams of like actors all these people and it's like mm -hmm. cool like it's fine you can be passionate about this thing but i don't know doesn't it don't you ever just stop to think you know maybe when you're buying like i don't know your fifth exo t-shirt don't you think that maybe that's a little wait which one is the really popular band exo or what's it called the k-pop band uh, uh bts or something like when you buy your first t-shirt you like your fifth t-shirt with that same person's face on it don't you stop to think okay maybe this is getting a little bit too much just a little bit a little too far just a little too far the idea of hardcore fanning for something is is weird like there's this one band i really like cleopatrick they're very much so up and coming i think i mentioned them before they're like a pretty new rock band uh, and they're awesome they're lit and um they've picked up a lot of speed and then like they're about to put out a new album then COVID happened and like they're being pretty cool about it because they're like we oh, we want to do this new release but we want to play it live when we do the new release so we're holding on our album to put that shit out and i'm like oh my god you're pissing off so many of your fans because we want to listen to your music now you can't just wait this is going to take forever for it to like clear up for you to actually perform it live but at the same time i like watch all these uh, you know like all their comments and like on twitter and stuff like that on their youtube videos dude people go crazy like hardcore like hardcore fanning is a thing people support them there's like an army of fans it is it's crazy but i feel like it's not i was gonna say it was kind of crazy for people to need icons but i feel like historically people have always followed icons in oh, some yeah. shape or another and i don't believe very much in hero worship or celebrity worship or anything <laughs> because i think it's needless useless because this person doesn't really care about you they're just doing like what they're doing and i feel like you should just try to do what you're doing i think it could be a bad thing too oh no 100 like idolizing people I remember, I can't remember which story it was, but one of these like K-pop bands, you know how they're huge around the world? Because yeah. I used to like really, like what was, what was the word? I used to really be sleeping on K-pop mm -hmm. because I didn't want to, I didn't want to like get into it. I'm still like really into it, but I didn't want to like ever listen to any K-pop because I was like, ugh, K-pop, blah, blah, blah. I don't need to listen to that. But then I remember seeing my first K-pop video and I'm like, wow, these guys really went off. I can't. What was my original point? Something to do with K-pop. Oh yeah, I read this story online that one of the members of this K, one of the members of a K-pop band, somebody broke into where they were living, stole some of their pee from a toilet, froze it, and sold it online. Okay, you guys can't see my face, but I was like, it was a disturbed one, probably similar to yours. 
My face is incredibly disturbed right now. Yeah, so is Silas. It's cr- and it's crazy to think about it because if you do decide, because these people are talented, they want to like share their talent. They're they're good at it. That's why they're famous. But do you really just like dedicating your entire life to somebody who like you'll probably like never meet or like have a conversation with? But at the same time, you can also argue that for like a lot of things, like you know the military, mm-hmm. religion, blah blah blah. See, I, you know, this, that actually sparked like a memory. So when I, when I was younger, I went, you know, like Michael, Michael Sarah, he's like an actor. He's yeah, no, funny. the dude who was in Scott Pilgrim, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He, he did a show on Broadway, and um, he, what's it called? I forget what it was. It was a weird show. It was, it was like him and that other guy who's he's in a bunch of movies with. But afterwards, he came out to you know sign, sign whatever's, and we waited, my brother, my uncle, and I, and um, I didn't think it was a big deal. It was cool seeing him. I liked him in his movies and stuff, but like I wasn't starstruck or anything like that. Um, but this one guy, you know, he was like he had a bunch of magazines he wanted him to sign, and he was like, "Hey, Mr. Sarah," he called him Mr. Sarah. Mr. Sarah. <laughs> and, no, but he was so proper, and he and I guess he had been following him or something. He's like, you know, I saw you were sick a few weeks ago. Like, I hope you're feeling better now. Would you please sign these? Like, Mr. Sarah, thank you so much. And he was like coveting these things, like they were worth more than gold. Or and maybe was, he sold them. He probably, I would assume, he sold them. Does Michael Sarah just have a massive fan base and we just I, don't know about it? I doubt it. I mean, maybe. <laughs> when, was, when was the last time he was even in a movie? I don't know. I think he fell off the face of the earth, which is a shame because he's like, he was cool. He was cool. Not in like a contemporary cool kind of way too. No. I, th- I think he was terrible to work with. Really? Yeah, I remember here. I remember reading about that. He was like a pain in the ass. How you be built like that and be a pain in the <laughs> ass, bro? <laughs> That's true. Uh, bro, he kind of looks like a bird, too, bro. Like, hi. Yeah. <laughs> your, your whole presence is docile, so you, you, like, make up for it. The small dog complex. <sighs> there's, there's, there's no... Okay, I'm pretty tall. And people... When I was younger, I didn't like fighting. So, like, people, like, fucked me, fucked me when I was younger. And honestly, I've never felt the need to take out some shit based on something somebody did to me in the past on other people yeah because why why would you do that who benefits from it not you because you're still sad over some shit that happened <laughs> when you were a kid and you probably regret doing like bringing that onto other people i hope honestly so i don't even understand why one would concern themselves with something like that obviously it's not like Holding grudges, like, depending on what the person did to you, yeah, you can hold a high school grudge. Yeah. I remember a story. <laughs> so one of my friends, he told me about his boarding school, that there was this one senior who was mad mean, like, terrible kind of guy. He punished, he used to punish, like, the underclassmen all the time, like, Ooh. terrible, harsh punishments. Not cool. So he graduates, right? Yeah. And then one day he comes back, he comes back to the school, like, he walks onto the campus with his driver, and people are like, does this dude really fucking think he can come back here? Oh. So like a bunch of the underclassmen gather and they beat the shit out of this guy. <laughs> his driver comes to jump in an interview. They beat the shit out of his driver too. Whoa. And then they go and wreck their car. Whoa. This is, see, this is why you shouldn't be a dick. Okay, well, here's my question. 
Yes, you should not be a dick. Is that is that holding a grudge? Is that revenge or is that justice? See, justice, like a lot of things, I think is subjective. I personally think it's justice, but I don't know, though. I might just be wilding out. The thing is, you can't just go around being a dickhead your entire life and not expect anything to happen to you. There are consequences to your actions. Dun, dun, dun. Of course, we're not saying that karma is real or there's some huge majestic sense of cosmic justice is gonna right every wrong that's ever been done to you but you gotta because like it's not our job to do that but you gotta understand <laughs> that if somebody has been enough of a dick for basically an entire school to gather and beat him up and the person who drove him there too <laughs> maybe they deserve it yeah you definitely it doesn't just happen oh yeah that uh, probably was warranted in some way the idea of justice and like how it's not our job to decide but what, it is but, some people's jobs to decide that's weird right? that we literally make it people that going back to the whole like ruling the world thing having this so many jobs that are just important roles that nobody else is willing to do because they don't want that responsibility mm -hmm. like making decisions like being a judge being like judge dread the judge jury and execute now that's just that'd be so sick though it would be cool just being able to do whatever you want but at the same time power corrupts because we have we see people with such little power already mm -hmm. in our society and they go on these massive power trips already like oh, sure. somebody will be working in hr be like i have control over all your lives or something mm -hmm. like calm down mary you're making minimum wage and you're in your 40s <laughs> But it's, it's interesting. So like we were talking about jobs earlier and we're talking about jobs that were extinct. And you know, obviously electronic wave is definitely coming, but I remember hearing that they're talking about replacing judges, you know? You're like, no more judges, no more human, no more court. We're just gonna run the situation through a system and then it would use historical context in terms of cases that happened, which is flawed because Historically, our justice system is we incredibly least, unjust. We should at least get it right before we start letting robots use like reference that. But nobody has the objectivity to ever create such a thing. I think I agree with you because we're all affected by personal biases. And the thing about our personal biases is that people like to think of biases or what's it called prejudices as really heavy things. But we have, but everybody has like these subtle prejudices that we carry into our e everyday lives that aren't, they're not intentionally meant to be harmful or things like that. Yeah. They're innocent. Quote I'm using air quotes, but like. They're implicit biases. You know, it's like, it's like natural, it's ingrained, in, not so much ingrained in you, you can change it, but it's, it's stuff you don't notice. I don't know if, we, as we spoke about this on the podcast before, but statistically, it's harder to get a fair a fair trial in the u.s the uglier you are so just imagine like yeah. you're a great person but you're just ugly <laughs> dude, dude okay there was this guy he i remember hearing about this in high school he went to prison i think it was called angel face he was like convicted his mug shot but he had such a beautiful complexion that everyone they, was like they pulled money together to bail him out yeah i remember that shit oh and then he got modeling jobs everyone was like he and then he started guilty he looks like this and he started dating some like millionaire's daughter or some yeah. shit why why did that happen that's honestly one of the times i've been most disappointed in the human race as a whole because 
We like he's we, a fella. He literally committed a crime. Like, bro, this is, we knew this man was guilty, but people we like, nah, he's hot. It's okay. That's another thing. Standards for big. I've I talked about this before, but pretty people, y'all be wildin'. Real talk, You're coming from coming from like a strong seven. You guys really have no idea how difficult it is. How difficult it is. I, I, I find an incredibly... Coming to America, right? I thought that saying that, oh, pretty people are dumb was cap. But I've met some people here at our college who are just, you know, I guess they're stunning to look at for some people. But it's like an empty bag of air up there. Like, oh, yeah. It's like pretty privilege or something. It's like, if you have... If you're a kid, you definitely want to go through like... Just for your personality's sake, you want to hit the rough patch where you're like, damn, I'm really fugly and you smell bad. You got acne. It's like a mess. Definitely. It makes you humble. Makes you humble. Makes you a better person. If you're good looking your entire life, nah, Uh, your ego going to be massive. You're a piece of shit. (laughs) 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 To all my friends, you're all very pretty. We don't mean you. Except if you're a piece of shit, you know who you are. Yeah. But damn, this this uh the whole idea of like justice that we were talking about earlier, and yeah, it's a little deeper of a topic, but I guess because you're talking about implicit biases and we all have them, and that totally varies based on where you're from. You know, like if you look at South versus East Coast versus West West Coast, you take the same court case there, it'll all be different decisions, different jury. Um, but like, so would an electronic judgment system be the most unbiased way? to make decisions. See, it depends how would the system work though? Because there's so many elements of that system that we'd have to go over yeah. to be able to determine whether or not it would work. I feel like maybe, maybe, this is it. This is an incredibly strong maybe. If you could get a group of people together to work really, 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 really hard with their entire goal, being a dedication to creating an entirely unbiased, system for justice yeah it probably still wouldn't work see that the thing is because yes if you were to actually create a balanced and fair system like a balanced and balanced and fair algorithm and like electronic system then yes that would be the most biased right and then you know court performances couldn't pull people there's all this lobbying that would kind of go out the window but getting to that point actually making a fair and just system that's fair for everybody and even then i feel like that's not fair right because like situation oh man it's just so complex you know yeah like can you really hold somebody who like you know attempted to to rot like for example just stole some food who's like really struggling to put it on the table versus a guy who just stole some food can you really hold them on the same the same level of accountability there's literally so many impossible factors in individual yeah. life i feel like it's impossible to make a completely 100 percent unbiased system because so many of the biases that we feel internally and we perform externally are based on the standards of the society that we're raised in because think about it like the whole concept of homelessness because I think we've gone about this before, the whole idea of the just world theory, that people see unjust things happening, but in their mind, because they've been raised to believe that the world is just, they excuse it within their own minds that that person who's suffering has done something that makes them deserve to suffer, and it just doesn't make sense. I disagree with that that huh. statement. Huh? No, no, not your statement, like the just world theory. I disagree with it. I think, I think there's a whole, there's like way too much chance that goes into it. 
See, but people tend not to think about it because, of course, you know, when they think about it too hard, it makes them uncomfortable. So they'll go yeah. turn on some reality TV. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> man. Well, we're 40 minutes in and we're both pretty drunk. And I don't know if we're ever going to release this podcast. Oh, it's coming out. Oh. You're listening to it right now. Ah, oh, man. On the airwaves. But it's nobody. It can't be anybody's job to determine how everything works it's impossible it can never work it's too much even if we could find somebody completely unbiased if we had to if they had to make every decision and probably end up being too much pressure oh for sure sonder it's a really cool word sonder remember it if when you begin to sonder that's when you'll realize the weight of the decisions of of other people's lives and the ones of your own but do you but do you think that like these roles have to exist within our society? These roles? These roles, like judges, police officers, all these kinds of things. Uh, I mean, since we're working in such like a fo- since we're working in such an advanced society where we have, you know, a government and all of that, yeah, we we definitely need them. Otherwise it would just pretty much be a familial or, you know, friend group sense of why wow, i really butchered that um, a very local sense of authority and justice and whatnot and that you know that's probably i would uh, i mean i would say it's that was probably more unfair and worse off than we have it now like there's still some issues and stuff but i think that we've definitely come in the right direction with an idea of sound justice <laughs> but who knows we so, don't <laughs> we definitely don't well, we probably assume you, you don't know either. If you do know, don't be afraid to tell us. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> I'm kidding. We're not on YouTube. But like, well, we are on YouTube. But not like that. But not like that. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. But we will sell out eventually. Don't worry. Well, that just about wraps up this episode of Low High Podcast. And it's hard to determine the jobs we need, but we know what our job is, and that's to tell you good night and thank you once again for joining us here on the Low High Podcast. And just for you to remember, if you're feeling high, if you're feeling low, you've always got a place to go. Otherwise, the noise is liable to start the stampede.